Sales Paradise, Episode 8. On today's episode, it is just you and me, but we're going to be talking about a movie that was based on a true story. It's a true person's life, and we're going to see how this can actually help us in our life and our jobs. So don't go anywhere and sit back and relax. This is Sales Paradise. Now here's your host, our dad, Chandler Barron. <laughs> hey everyone. Today I wanted to actually talk about this movie. Um, it's uh, called The Pursuit of Happiness. It was a story, a true story. Um, it came out in about 2006 about someone named Chris Gardner. And it was about his one year struggle of being homeless while taking care of his son. Okay, so the movie starts out showing how in 1981, Chris put himself out there and he believed in himself so much and he invested his entire life savings on these portable bone density scanners. So he was putting it all on the line. I mean, you know, this was much more of a risk than, uh, you know, even taking a commission only sales job because, you know, those you're risking a lot, but you have a high upside. This actually, he had money invested on everything. So it was basically like him starting uh, a true business. And so, I mean, he was uh, at risk of losing everything. But, you know, the great thing about it is he had 100% of the profit that he could keep if he could sell everything. But at first, it didn't work out that way. Okay, so then while he was really struggling with everything, he came across this one, this one guy that was just dressed, you know, to the hilt. I mean, he had a nice car, nice clothes. And so Chris was saying, hey, you know, how, how are you getting this money? You know, what are you doing? And the guy, you know, let him know that he was uh, a stockbroker. Um, and so uh, at that point, you know, Chris was thinking, okay, light bulb went on. That's what I want to do. Because he even had one of his bone density scanner um, uh, pieces of equipment stolen and, you know, just the panic of everything. And so there he was. He had already kind of focused on, okay, this is the direction I want to go. But he didn't know really how he was going to do it. So uh, ironically, through chance, he met a manager at the stock brokerage and security firm. And he impressed this guy enough to where he was able to win an interview for a non-paid internship um, to be a stockbroker. But it was, if he was uh, accepted into the program, there would be 20 other people that he would be competing with in order to become a full-time stockbroker. So even if he won the chance to actually be in that program and be one of the interns, I mean, there were so many sacrifices that he had to make. For everyone, I mean, everyone was going to have to make sacrifices. And Chris, not only had a child, but he was a single father, so he was having to take care of the child himself. Okay, so what were some of Chris's additional challenges that he faced? And the question is, would you or I persevere during these challenges? Or, or would we have actually complained and, and blamed life for being so unfair? Uh, because if, you know, if he had... It would have completely made sense. You know, I can't even say um, that I wouldn't have done it, but let's, let's go through some of the challenges. Okay, during this time, he was evicted from his apartment. Then he was arrested the night before his life-changing internship interview. Uh, and it was because he had so many unpaid parking tickets, which, from what I understand, he did have a lot of unpaid parking tickets. Uh, then he had to actually go straight from the prison cell, or I guess I'm uh, dramatizing it too much, but the jail cell, to the interview. And he was not wearing his suit. 
So picture this. He was actually wearing his painting outfit, which was what he was doing when they came to arrest him. So he had to quickly, you know, find a place to leave his son and everything like that. But imagine wearing, you know, you're stinky because you've stayed in jail all night. You're wearing that painting outfit that you have paint everywhere. And so not only he wasn't wearing the suit, I mean, he looked like someone that, you know, would not even ever walk across that carpet. So he walks past all these other people just dressed immaculately. Um, So not even the interns, but also all the other people. So he walked in, sat down. Can you imagine the look on the people's face? And imagine what was going on in his his mind and just even his stomach. You know, um, I'm sure that he didn't have anything to eat. But so imagine him sitting there and just thinking, okay, how am I going to uh, position this or what am I going to say? But, you know, the thing is, he had the confidence to do that. And I don't know if it was confidence or maybe he had that why. He had the why. He knew the goal he wanted and he knew why he needed it. I mean, this guy was desperate. So let's go back to the challenges that this guy actually had. Okay, also then, during this time, the IRS garnished his bank account for unpaid taxes. Now, this left him with only $22.22. And so this left him and his son homeless. So they even stayed in a restroom at the Bay Area Rapid Transit Station, the the BART Transit Station. And other times, uh, they're in a homeless shelter with his son. And all the time, he was trying to stay focused. So he's trying to take care of his son, stay safe, but also stay focused on this internship. Okay, so here's another challenge. Because of his son and being a single father, he had to work fewer hours than the other candidates in the internship. So here we are, extremely competitive. And you knew that all of the other candidates, they were probably really, really sharp themselves. Okay, so, but he had to not only compete against these people, but he had fewer hours in the day to do that. So tell me, at that point, which one of these things, uh, the, the challenges he had, would you have given up on? You know, I can say that there's probably quite a few on here that I would have said, you know, uh, this isn't my time. I mean, even if I wasn't um, playing the woe is me card, you know, type of thing, I can see me just throwing my hands up and thinking, okay, this just is not going to work. So I don't know exactly what was going on, you know, in his heart as far as making him have this, you know, whether he just was naturally this way. But I think a lot of it probably was he needed to take care of his son. But still, most people would not have would not have done that. That they couldn't have. Okay, so what happened? I mean, what were some of the things that happened for, because of him persevering like this? I mean, he actually won the full time paid position, and he eventually went on from there to form his own multi-million dollar brokerage firm. But at any of those, what if he had given up? What would his life be like? I mean, would he be someone that basically was destined to be homeless? Would he have just gotten a a regular job, you know, outside of sales or something? You know, just, I don't know. But the thing is, his decisions affected the rest of his life, not only his life, but also his kids' life, all the grandkids. I mean, That one internship, he didn't let anything get to him. So I guess the question for us is, how do we take his challenges, his strengths, his success, and apply that to us? I mean, you know, because he did have some strengths. I mean, this was some 
guy that, you know, he was an awesome problem solver. Um, at one part in the story, when he actually chanced upon that manager, one of the ways he impressed him was, you know, he knew how to do the Rubik's Cube right when it came out really fast. And, um, and at that time, not many people, you know, could even do that. So we've got someone that is a great problem solver. But man, this guy had so many things going against him. But what he did, I think what helped is the fact that even without anyone teaching him this, he had the ability to analyze things and look at it and think, okay, well, I've got this amount of time. How am I going to maximize the time? So what are some of the things that he actually did? I mean, he, he had to think, okay, well, not only I can't waste any time, uh, everyone that I call on has to be someone that you know has high potential. So he didn't play the numbers game. He couldn't. He didn't have time. So he had to be really strategic about who he even called on. And so that's something that we can learn from. We can learn from just not giving up. I mean, when he walked into that office wearing the painting clothes, I think of different times, especially early in my career, when I would walk in and I was wearing a suit, but man, it did not look anything like the other candidates. I didn't have the money, you know, to buy the nice suit. My shoes were not that nice. I remember um, even wearing, I think it was like a $15 watch, um, which later on I chose not to wear a watch because uh, the watch um, did not uh, reek of success. But it was one of those things that I thought, okay, well, I remember making excuses to myself, or maybe if I didn't get the job, I thought of some of those things as being the reason instead of looking back and just analyzing, go, okay, how could I have done better? I think that's the main thing that I get from it is even when there's not anything, like any grand things going on, um, you know, regarding life, just be throwing things at you. Um, it's a matter of, okay, well, when things don't go exactly my way, um, maybe I can dig a little deeper and think, how could I have changed my approach or something like that or been more strategic? So what, what does that mean to you, though? Okay, so I recommend right now taking just a few minutes and just review what your goals actually are. I mean, remind yourself why you have the goals and why it's so important to you. So then think about as far as your time in the day. Think about how you can maximize it much more than you are right now. I'm sure you're probably all pretty good at actually making good use of your time. But is there something you can do? I mean, if it was possible, and it's not necessarily to work fewer hours. I, actually, I think that's something that should be a goal of ours not to be workaholics. But, but let's say if you work the exact same amount of hours you are, how can you actually accomplish more during that time? Now think about how you can use your strengths. And I mean, so what are your strengths? So when you realize what your strengths are, how can you use that to actually overcome some of the challenges that you have? Because your strength is someone that may be someone else's challenge. And then think about areas in your life or with your job that all these excuses are slipping their way into your mind. Just take note of that. And then what some people like to do is actually they'll think about, okay, what people in my life do I want to tell once I accomplish this goal? They'll actually visualize this of them, you know, being excited and telling that person. So now that we're here close to the end of uh, this particular episode, I wanted to leave you with some takeaways. Okay, the first one is life is going to happen. I mean, sometimes it's going to be spread out more. Sometimes it's going to be more dramatic. Some people it, it affects more than others. You know, but life is still going to happen to everyone. And so when these things are happening to you and when it is unfair, just remember that you have the ability 
actually the unfair advantage because of how you choose to think. If you stay focused on that goal and the why of the goal, this gives you an unfair advantage even as far as people that are not going through things right now because maybe maybe they're just caught in that mode of going through the motions. So seize that moment in good times and, quote, bad times. And coming up, we have so many great episodes. Uh, Most of them are going to be interviews. And we'll also have shorter episodes like this, where maybe we're tackling a particular topic that you want to talk about. So if you like what we're building here at Sales Paradise and trying to provide, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And and please even leave a review. Those type of things help out tremendously regarding the organic growth. So I really appreciate, you know, you listening and I hope you get something out of this. I know that I am. Um, Even with 25 years of sales experience, I continue learning from like stories like Chris's, but also our guests. I mean, the stories and the lessons, they just inspire me so much and I really hope it does you as well. So let's wrap it up until next time. Thank you so much for visiting us here in Sales Paradise.